thousands of people go missing every year. Some are found quickly, alive and well. Some have met with foul play. And then there are those cases, with clues few and far between, that leave friends, family, and the world wondering. Where are you? Welcome back to the Where Are You podcast. This is episode 13. Alright, so it's been roughly four months since we put out an episode. Four Sorry. Now. We said we were going to release one on the Saturday. The baby's birthday was in April. Okay. We didn't go one anywhere near that. Yeah, we did. We put out two in May. That yeah. unexpected yeah. delay video. Oh yeah, I had to pretend to be smoking because the delay was kind of Yeah. It still is. Good people wonder. Last time we left off with unexpected delay, we said we were going to do an update on Saturday on the Leanna Warren case. Did we give a date because I'll be pretty freaking jacked? Did yes, we did. we did. Did we really? Yeah, it said Saturday. Hey, remember I said people in garbage? Hey! We also saw. So, Welcome back. <laughs> so we watched. Well, at this point, it's like, we're like Steve. We left 20 years ago, but we never forgot you. I'm super glad we're still friends. feel like this is just a welcome back episode. Well, kind of, but we do have a new case to cover today. But I want to touch on a couple things first. Yeah, okay, so Investigation Discovery put out an episode on the Anna Warner for. People Magazine did it? Yeah. Why are you listening to it? I'm listening. But you also watched it with me, so you're supposed to say something about it. But why? I have like a parental control in my mind. <laughs> Us Weekly, Star, People, <laughs> stuff like that, it gets blocked. So if it was People Magazine, I don't. I it didn't. Is okay, but it was it on was... Investigation Discovery. Right. But if it was brought to you by anything in that list of terms, like it. I don't hear it. Okay. Well, anyway, they finally put out an episode covering her case. Jack Kerouac. No, he was not part of the Leanna Warner. No, case. I know. He's on the list of blocked Okay, terms. we've moved on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Who hasn't moved on? Leanna's family. That's really good that they haven't moved on. I have not moved on either. That actually really bothers me still. And it's also been covered on medium.com and a couple other websites as recently as June and July. So they've been covering it all summer now. They did really well with it, I think. Um, in addition to that, 
This case was also featured on a podcast some of you probably are aware of already. That's True Crime Garage. That's the one with the guy that calls himself a captain. And he drink. I don't know if he or the other guy. They sit there and they drink. Both of them? Yes. Anyway, they sit there and they drink beer and they discuss interesting cases. Yes. This was on that. Speaking of, this episode is brought to you by Red Horse Beer. It's not, but if they would sponsor us, that'd be awesome. No, you can't even get it in this state. But if you can get it in your state, or if you have a Trader Joe's and Total Wine, I recommend Red Horse Beer from the San Miguel Brewery. It is 8%, so, you know, on a Wednesday, just have one. Uh-huh. Exceptionally smooth. Okay. Do we have any updates besides those two that are actually pretty big? There's been a lot more traction in the Facebook group. Uh, somebody posted in there today that they just saw it on an Italian channel. Okay. So, I mean, it's reaching bigger audiences than it had been before, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. So, if anybody wants to check out all the updates, I'll post them in the show notes for today's episode, and I'll make an update on our Facebook page as well. Cool. Awesome. In other news. Yes. We are back to work. We didn't forget. Yeah, we, we just had a, a member of our team missing for the summer. And it made it a little difficult to record. Found him. He was with his dad. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. It's always that, isn't it? I'm back here. What? He was the dad. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, actually. Now he's back. So I'm back. That part doesn't always happen. I'm back. Okay. We do have a new case to discuss with you guys, and we'll get on that post-haste. Yes? Yep. Anything else? Not you. Anything else? Nope. Not you, I think. (laughs) I don't think so. Let's just get to today's case. If I came home from work early, and... You went and ran errands, and you came back, and you found a note that said, I went for a walk, I'll be back soon, love you, and then you never saw me again. I would expect to not see you again if you wrote it like that, because that's not how you talk. Okay. Also, what year is it? Because who leaves notes instead of text messages? Valid point. That's what the family of the person we're going to talk about today is also wondering. Might as well write it in your own poo on the wall, like... Well, that's disgusting and a bit much. It's very primitive, is what I'm saying. <laughs> but yes, this week we take a trip to North Augusta, North Carolina. We're on the morning of September 20th, 2014. Tammy Kingery left a note for her family that she'd be back soon and was never heard from again. We discussed another one that took place or began in North Carolina. Which one was that? The last episode we did. Which was? With, Leah Roberts, right? Yes. Are they different years at least? Because. Yes. Okay. Because if they're the same, they're going to the same place. No, Leah Roberts went missing in Washington. Tammy was born on April 13th, 1977, and grew up in northwest Indiana. She met Park Kingry in the early 1990s while working together at a local drugstore. The two were engaged on September 20th, 1994. His name is Park? Yes. P-A-R-K. Park. Kingery? Yes. The two were engaged on September 20th, 1994... And married shortly thereafter. Wow. Hey. What? That was a pretty big day for you, too. September 20th, 1994? Yep. Yeah, I turned five. Yeah. Kindergarten. Woo! <laughs> nope, not yet. 
It was right after school started. Oh, you're one of those. Oh. It's like my sister, she had to wait a year to go to kindergarten. Yeah. Anyway, after they got married, the couple had three children and settled down in a house they built near North Augusta, where Park had gotten a job as a welder. Tammy graduated nursing school in 2001 and took a job at a local branch of the NHC Healthcare Nursing Home. She was still working there in September of 2014. According to family, Tammy and Park's marriage was strained throughout that year. While her father, who still lived in Indiana, said he was not aware of any marital or psychological issues his daughter may have had at that time, her mother says the couple had grown distant from each other since their youngest son was born and had even considered divorce. How does she know that and the dad doesn't? Maybe mom and dad aren't together and maybe she doesn't talk to dad a whole lot. Well, I suppose... My dad wouldn't know a whole lot if I was just telling my mom stuff. Right, but I... That makes sense. Check out the words. I just figured, like, with us, like... With the girls, like... Right, but even, like, would your dad know stuff that your mom knows? That's different. It's not different. That's different. Why? It's 100% different. Why? Yes, it is. Because he went to the store when I was seven, Stacy. (laughs) You know when I saw him? Last year. That's a lot. I know, it was two years ago that I saw him. Jesus Christ, three years. Anyway. Maybe they have girl talk. Tammy had an ongoing struggle with depression, for which she took medication, though it had previously led to extramarital affairs and suicide attempts. Wait, the medication led to affairs? No, her depression. Oh. Can't relate. During the first few weeks of September, Tammy also seemed to be suffering physically. According to Park, she'd missed a few days at work, and she often went to bed shortly after returning home from work, which was not common for her to do. In the middle of that month, around September 16th, Tammy had also been having trouble sleeping. Her sister states that one night she woke up sweating so severely she had to change her clothes. They advised her to make an appointment to see a doctor, which she did for September 21st. Oh. Oof. I had my dates mixed up. <laughs> I thought she went missing on September 20th. She did. I thought she got married September 20th. She did. Yeah. Well, it's just that you said she made an appointment for September 21st. Like, ah. Like, yeah. right after. So now she missed her appointment. Yeah. See, there's stuff people don't think about before they go missing. Like, there's people that are going to inconvenience. I'm sure she was so thinking of that. You don't? Maybe she's like that other chick that read that dumb book by Kerouac and ran away. On the morning of September 20th, 2014, Tammy went to work her shift starting at 7 a.m. Her co-workers say she was agitated about something, uncharacteristically raising her voice in conversation, and she checked her own blood pressure four times, finding it high. Well, maybe if she'd chill out, it wouldn't be so high. Not too long after arriving, she called Park to say she was feeling a little lightheaded and wanted to come home. Since she didn't fill up to driving, he picked her up, left her car at work, and brought her home, where she changed into her pajamas and lay down to take a nap. Pajama. Uh, likely story. Around 10 a.m., he left with their two sons to do some errands and gave his wife the chance to rest. Their daughter was at the house of a friend where she had spent the night before. Okay? Mm-hmm. Park dropped their older son off at his mother's house so that he could mow the lawn for her. And he took the younger boy with him on his errands, visiting several stores where the two were seen by security cameras. Jesus, how many kids do they have? Three. Okay. Oh, wait. Tell me about it. Wait, you want four? Yeah. (laughs) When he returned to the house, the dog was outside and the door was locked. 
Inside, they found a note from Tammy reading, Gone for a walk. Be back soon. Love you. Tammy's purse, wallet, cell phone, and keys were still inside the house. Yeah, see if had to shove them in the trunk. When he saw the note, Park believed right away that something was wrong. His first thought was that she had attempted to walk back to her job in order to retrieve her car. He left his sons at home and drove the route that she would have taken, but did not find her. He then called his daughter and told her to get into a car with her friend and look for her mother. He also called his mother-in-law, who came over to their house right away. Back at home, he and his son searched for Tammy in the thick surrounding woods by the house. Police were called at 2 p.m. Deputies from the Edgefield County Sheriff's Office responded. They, too, attempted to locate Tammy nearby, but could not, and searched the house for any signs that a crime might have been committed. However, they did not find anything unusual or out of place there, either. Search dogs were given scrubs Tammy had worn that morning, but did not find a trail anywhere. The search was quickly expanded to use a South Carolina law enforcement helicopter, and more deputies fanned out over a larger area around the Kingry House. A hiking trail near Interstate 20, where Tammy had often gone in the past, was also searched. Law enforcement put out a notice that drew in reports of sightings in the central Savannah River area of South Carolina and Georgia around North Augusta. One of a white female walking along the interstate in Columbia County, 30 miles to the west. But by nighttime, neither Tammy nor clues to her whereabouts had been found. Park organized a volunteer search for her a week after her disappearance. But again, there was nothing found within 10 miles surrounding the house. Family and friends produced flyers and distributed them around the area. They also gave some to truck drivers that knew would carry them farther away. They have also set up a Facebook page, which we will link in the show notes and on our website. Initially, police kept details of Tammy's depression out of their public statements on the case. They believed that merely describing her as endangered without saying why might help them filter out genuine tips from hoax calls and mistaken identity. But by late September, Park had made that information public, apparently hoping that people would recognize the urgency of her condition and find her. Police looked at Tammy's phone to see if anything there might help establish what she did or intended to do that day. They found two sets of text messages with other men, which they described as romantic in nature, that Tammy had apparently deleted prior to her disappearance. However, they investigated the two men and did not believe they had any involvement in her disappearance. Bullshit. Tammy shared her husband's family's enthusiasm for motorcycles, and two tips investigators received suggest one might have been involved in her disappearance. Her daughter claims to have seen her mother as a passenger on a motorcycle that passed the car she was in with her friend, but when they turned around, they were unable to locate her. A neighbor also recalls hearing a vehicle with a loud engine, possibly a motorcycle, leaving the Camry's driveway shortly after Camry left with his sons after seeing his wife for what turned out to be the last time. What? What, so they saw her, but they thought they saw her, but they couldn't find her. And a neighbor reports hearing a loud vehicle in the driveway after Park and their kid left. If you can't even tell if it's a motorcycle, how do you know which driveway you're hearing it from? I bullshit. The circumstances of Tammy's disappearance proved particularly puzzling to her family and friends. It was very much unlike her, they told reporters, to go for walks in the woods around the house or even on the roads in the neighborhood that they lived in. They also found it unusual that she left a note. It's like you said, she almost always kept in touch with her family and friends via text message. Yeah, like a normal person. It was initially speculated that it might not have been written by her. Several months after her disappearance, though, expert analysis determined that it was more than likely her own handwriting. 
But why not just send a text? Why'd she leave all the shit there? Good question. Wait a minute. Her keys were still there. How was the door locked? Another question turned on the house being locked when Park and his son returned. People are going to think I read these things. The house's main door could only be locked from the outside with the key. Yet Tammy's keys, including the house key, were inside along with her purse, wallet, and phone. You show me another door that isn't like that. It can only be locked from the outside. No shit. You can lock a door handle with the little thing on it and then close it. I mean, she usually has a deadbolt and or chain lock. That pro tip, if you're ever in unfamiliar surroundings and you're looking for which door is the exit, that's how you can tell. Anyway. But it could have been. I guess it was a cheap, shitty door. But it wasn't, because it could only be locked from the outside all with right. the key. Quality door handle. Quality. Anyway, all yeah, of her stuff, keys, stuff. purse, wallet, phone, anything she might have been expected to take with her if she were planning a longer absence were all still inside the home. Was her medication still there? I did not find any documentation on that. Were her shoes gone? Doesn't say. A few weeks after Tammy's disappearance, police officially stated that they believe there were suspicious circumstances in the case. <laughs> her family likewise believes that something unpleasant befell her. How does she know these hookers that she was texting? No idea. I don't even know who they are. Are they unsavory types? How did she meet them? I don't know. Are they family of her residence at the nursing home? I don't like, know. How does she meet people? I don't know. She's got three kids, a full-time nursing job, and a a man child for her husband. Like, she doesn't have time to be meeting and people. two mistresses, apparently. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How does she meet the cookers? I don't know. I don't like them. A year later, Park went on a local television station and said, unfortunately, she had developed depression, and I think that's what led to her leaving. He said Tammy would sometimes tell him she needed to get away. According to one account, she had attempted suicide two weeks before her disappearance and has been suggested that the disappearance was another suicide attempt that would have left her body undiscoverable. Where did he take the kid, the boy, the son? Um, it says, his account of his actions and whereabouts on the morning Tammy disappeared was corroborated both by independent interviews with his sons, cell phone pings, and security camera footage from the stores he and the younger son had visited. Obviously. And this was what year? 2014. He also took a lie detector test. Of course he did. Because he really was in those places. How many people had a key to their front door? I don't know. Her and Mr. Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. The daughter wasn't home already. Yeah. Where were the kids before this? Before when she got he left when she got home. Yeah. So where? Like he brought her home. Okay. And then he took the boys. Okay. He dropped one at his mother's house. The other one went on the errands with him. She was home alone. No, she wasn't. She was in the fucking trunk. How would the boys not know? How old were they? It doesn't. Where were they before they left? Playing in their room? Stuffed in the trunk, said, okay, mommy's sleeping, let's go run some errands. Let's make sure we go to a place that has... First of all, your sister's with a friend, okay? You, you're going to grandma's, so then grandma can say that I was there. And then you, you're coming with me to a place that has cameras. I better not forget to lock this door. Handwriting, though. Yeah, what about the note? What about it? They're married for 20 fucking years. You don't think I can write a note that makes it look like you wrote it? Probably not. Yeah, but... 
Really? Yeah. Give me a piece of paper. You're really going to waste this time because you want to be an ass? No. I just think I have way better handwriting than you. Yeah, I think That's you do too. So if I was trying to copy your handwriting, I'd probably write way better than I do. If she really left, she would have texted him. Is because it? how did she tell him that she was going to leave work? Did she send a fucking fax? No, she called him. Pen, yeah. Paper. If he was out with the kids, she wouldn't just call him or send a text say, hey, I might not be back before you get here. I'm going to go for a walk. And she already wasn't feeling well. The only one that makes sense is this guy with the stupid name. Her husband? Yes. Rest stop or whatever his name is. Park. Amusement. Whatever. (laughs) Or maybe he didn't do it, but he had somebody do it. But... He could have easily written the note. Also, we don't know her. How did she talk? Did she say, love you, like some half-assed remark? Like, love you, whatever. We don't know. Because we don't say that. No. You get mad when people say that. I don't. Yes, you do. Fuck off. Can we swear on here? Yes. Good. After initially telling the Curious Times podcast almost a year after Tammy's disappearance that the police told Park some of the results of his lie detector test were questionable... He told the Investigation Discovery Channel's Disappeared series in 2016 that the police had asked him not to talk about it. Duh. So here I am on TV talking about it. No, about the lie detector test. Oh, conveniently. I'm not supposed to say anything about that. So whatever you ask me, I'm not going to answer. Fuck off. It was him. Unlike other missing persons cases, there is currently no reward available for information leading to the resolution of this case. Of course not, because you know who would set that up? The husband. Mark says he had to spend the $4,000 he had put up to pay bills with his wife's income gone. Mm. He says, I wish I could have put out more, but it's gone. That was my money out of my retirement fund. He later had to file for bankruptcy and says he might have to sell the house and move in with his parents. So it wasn't easier in the long run to get rid of your wife, was it? Stupid. No, it clearly wasn't motivated by money. He saw the fucking messages in her phone. He's been planning this. He either had one of his dumbass friends with equally stupid names, or he did it. Then where is she? You gotta ask him. They probably did. That was one of his questionable answers on the lie detector test. Even though we know how I feel about lie detector tests. But anyway. No, you can't lock the door without a key. Right. If you didn't want people to think it was you. Don't lock the door. Fucking theme park. (laughs) Take the keys out of the house. Or leave the door unlocked. Dip ass. People are garbage. Finally, you could have said that at any point. I didn't know know anybody was garbage yet. I thought maybe, hey, here's one where nobody's garbage. Nope. People are garbage. Yeah, that's all that there is. There's no more information. Nothing has ever been seen or heard from her. I'm going to call him Yellowstone. Because it's a famous park and I don't respect him. No, I'm going to call him Jellystone because that's a fake park and I don't respect him. I was going to say, that's kind of insulting to Yellowstone. I've never been there. I don't know. Maybe it sucks. It's beautiful. Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. I'd like to watch some of his fucking interviews. See if he looks like a lying psycho. Um. I mean, he could probably look up his picture. Bet he has a douche face. I don't know. I Matter of fact, Hunter Bucks says he has a douche face. I was just Anybody? looking that up, Bucks? actually. What's his stupid name? Jellystone National Park? <laughs> no, it's... Park. Park what? Kingry. What a fucking dumb name. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he chose it. 
Oh. Yeah, but he can fucking... Oh, hey, he has a Twitter. Let's see here. This should be fun. Wow. His bio says... Husband desperately trying to find my missing wife of 17 years who finished without a trace. She went for a walk and didn't return. She took nothing with her. Hey, you were right. Look at his face. What? My friend made it to the next round. Click on the link to help her make it through this one. Round of what? If it's not chemo, I swear to God. You not probably even. shouldn't click on links. It's not even a real link. Here's to a Facebook post. Dog parents, Amazon giveaway. Enter today. Chance to win amazing turmeric for dogs. Oh my god, turmeric? He's an idiot. Fucking douche. Anyway. Yeah, see, she's small. Like, he could stuff her in a trunk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't see from here. <laughs> You're glad. You should be glad. Oh my god, no. <laughs> He's trying to cover up his face. I see a whole lot of unlock five free days of digital all access. Pro tip, guys. This channel is ad supported, but use an ad blocker. It's like he has a black light tattoo on his forehead. Punch me. (laughs) Oh, he looks so happy to be sitting there with his wife, too. Look at this fucking fish face. Fish face. He's not even smiling. I know. I mean, you don't smile in pictures with me. Yeah, but at least I pretend I want to be there. I do want to be there. I mean. Shut up, Logan. Go to bed. Point is, this is for Caitlin Kingery's college supplies. Caitlin's in college now. Okay. Please, my dad killed my mom and I can't afford pencils. That's what the GoFundMe said. Anyway. Actually? Because if so, we figured that out. No. Ugh. Any last thoughts before I wrap it up? <laughs> Plenty. What about this theories and aftermath? I already read theories and aftermath. Oh. What? This one's short. Like, I know. I cut out a whole off. lot of it because, you know. First of all, we've been sitting here for an hour, so no, it's not that short. Yeah. Yes. Huh. You're not going to say anything about if you see this person? That's what I said. I'm going to wrap it up. Okay. So, do you have any last thoughts? Uh, this was edited a month ago, so it's outdated. It's up to date. This happened seven years ago. It was written a month ago. It was nothing new. It's outdated. Alright. Tammy Kingery is described as a Caucasian female with Tammy has a scar on her left wrist and scars on both sides of her upper chest. Her ears are pierced. She was last seen wearing a light-colored shirt and dark pants. If you have any information regarding the disappearance of Tamara Sue Kingry, please contact the Edgefield County Sheriff's Office at 803-637-5337.
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Where Are You? You can help us spread the word about this case by sharing the episode with a friend, leaving a review, or tagging us on social media at Where Are You Pod. Got a case you'd like us to cover? Head on over to our website, whereareyoupodcast.com, and you can leave a case submission right on the main page. Until next week, be kind, pay attention, and question everything.